Love this podcast? Support it and sponsor today. Simply head to OzCastNetwork.com for details. Let Safeway help you unleash your globe with your favorite personal care products. Right now at Safeway, get great deals on all your favorite personal care products, like Head & Shoulders Base Shampoo, Crest 3D Whitening Toothpaste, Listerine Antiseptic Mouthwash, Sensodyne Sensitivity Fresh Toothpaste, Degree Women Antiperspirant Deodorant, or Soft Soap Liquid Hand Soap. Visit Safeway.com or head into your local Safeway store for more deals and specific details. Kaya, welcome to The Curb Podcast. My name is Andrew Pierce, and I'm coming to you from the lands of the Wajak people of Bulu, Perth, and I pay respects to their elders past, present, and emerging. Perth-based filmmaker Hasib Kushkaki's feature film Rampage Electro will have its world premiere at the upcoming WA Made Film Festival, which screens at Palace Cinemas Rain Square, Perth, between February 17 and 26. This is a Perth-based shot action film that features Michaela Levy as Hannah Electra, a young girl who has a shadowy past as revealed to her by her father, throwing to her into a harsh world of gangsters and guns. Featuring a huge cast and shot in the iconic Perth locations like Fremantle Prison and Lancelin, Rampage Electro shows creative ingenuity on a micro-budget. Hasib caught up with me to talk about the film ahead of its world premiere on February 24th at the WMA Film Festival. He's also taking part in the Indie Filmmaker Panel on February 19th at The Globe, alongside producer Stephanie Davis, who produced the web series Love Me Lex, filmmaker Aram Kemp, who recently made Thorns and Thistles at the End of the World, Arnold Carter, who made Sun, Moon and Talia, Sarah Legg, who made Cherub Head and has a new short film Impression, and producer Ruby Schmidt, who helped bring general hercules to life all of these films and many more are at the wa made film festival i'll make sure to stick links to all of this in the show notes or just head over to facebook and search wa made film festival and purchase tickets a lot of the sessions have already sold out and certainly there are wait lists as well in case people back out but I highly recommend picking up tickets ASAP because this is really one of the best local festivals that we've currently got here in Perth and it's celebrating its fourth year. So congratulations to Matt and Jasmine for the hard work that they've done in bringing the WA Made Film Festival to life and supporting WA filmmakers over the years. To listen to future and further episodes of The Curb podcast or to read reviews and interviews, head over to thecurb.com.au. For now, here is Hasib talking about Rampage Electra. There was an incident here yesterday involving one of your students, Hannah Electra. You know you're not welcome here. You need to leave. She's been expelled from five schools in three years. Tell them the rumours about Mum aren't true. Now that the famous Leonard is here, the guest of honour, you can all tuck in, eh? Bon appetit, eh? What the fuck are you guys doing here? That girl up there? I know her. What's your name? Hannah. 
What's your last name? Electra. <laughs> Should she be considered dangerous? Let's start off with talking about the WA Made Film Festival. What does it mean for you to be part of the WA Made Film Festival? As a person that moved to Perth four years ago, I think this is for me, it's such a welcoming feeling from like WA to be involved in this event. And that to me just uh, makes me so uh, excited and encouraged to continue developing and uh, making films in Perth and WA because... I feel so much love from it. Yeah. Did you go over the past couple of years at all? Have you been to the festival? I have not. I, I have not. Last year, uh, I know a friend put a short film in and he got accepted. And to be honest, I didn't even uh, I didn't even know about it. Um, this is uh, something that uh, I remember last year, because we had short films, we were just making them for ourselves. And we never thought of, okay, let's put them in some film festivals. We just thought of just making it, renting a, the Luna out and Leaderville, and then just like uh, hosting our own screenings. And now, I mean, you're going to have a great time when you head along. The community that is there is, it's wonderful. It's great to see, you know, people from Perth, from WA and, you know, interstate as well coming across and championing and celebrating what is made here in Perth. It's really great. Um, I think you're going to have a great time. I'm yeah. I'm so excited. Like I, I don't, I've never been this excited in my life. <laughs> and it's a beautiful venue as well. Uh, so you know it'll be it'll be wonderful. Let's uh, talk about the filming then. Take me back to the first day of filming. Can you talk about the preparation that you went through to get yourself up and running for Rampage Electra? Uh, first, it was a script. When I finished writing the script in January, February, I was like, okay, I could spend three more months editing this. Well, I can just start casting. And then the casting happened uh, throughout filming. So we still had some roles that needed to be filled, but we started filming April 11th. And we filmed the opening scene uh, at Sienna's uh, Leaderville in the restaurant. Uh, I currently work there. And the boss, um, the owner, uh, Andrew um, Parisis, uh, he is like a huge film fan. Like He's a huge film buff. He's seen almost every film that there is. So um, for him to see that I'm a, a, a young filmmaker, inspiring filmmaker, well, he was very supportive and encouraging, even till today about the uh, process. So that was um, the start. We filmed two days in Siena's, and then my family, we run a canteen at um, AIC in Qdale. And, uh, and, I talked to the principal there, like over like a course of two months, just being like, "Hey, I want to film here." And eventually, I came with the script and the showed him, and then he was like, "Okay." And then we the two days at Sienna's, and then three days at a high school, um, and then we that that was the first five days we just knocked out, and that was back in the, April 11th through the 16th, and then. That uh, following Sunday and Monday, we were like, okay, since we have um, some time, because it was like school break, let's film those two days as well. So we finished seven days in that first block to yeah. start. That's pretty impressive. You know, you're, you're, you're pivoting on the fly and all this kind of stuff. Uh, and then we end up with Fremantle Prison. 
I want to talk about that, which is so impressive. Female <laughs> oh, Prison was like in, was like in June nineteenth, I believe we filmed there, and we I booked I got in hold of him because one of the um, actors in the film that was recommended by another actor, his name was uh, his name is Robert Jackson, and um, he uh, works at Fremantle Prison, and then. I knew writing the script that I wanted to film at a prison. I knew Fremantle Prison was like the place that I wanted to go. I just didn't know how to maneuver it. But then, just it just unfolded naturally. We're like, well, here's here's the contact information, and then I got the uh, contact information at the time. Uh, Leslie, she was working at Fremantle Prison, um, and she you know, I got in touch with her, and I gave her a huge email, an extensive, detailed email, and then she responded saying, "Yeah, come by the prison." And let's talk. So I booked it two months prior to uh, filming. And it was like rain season. So I was like, no one, we had one shot outside. And I was like, no one can mention rain. Just It's not going to <laughs> rain. It's not going to rain. And we had the most beautiful sunrise that morning. And in in one of the scenes where everyone's running in the, in the courtyard and in, in the grass field. Um, and that was the first shot we did. Uh, we had over almost over 50 extras show up over 15 cast members and almost 20 crew members. So it was just a massive operation that first day. And, uh, with, we, I went there four day, four times before to orchestrate, okay, which scenes am I picking for which locations? And then, okay, then which days am I filming these scenes and how am I going to just be as efficient as possible so that just took so much scheduling and preparation yeah well as you say you've got like 50 extras you've got a you know about 100 people on set is that correct yes yeah i I mean anywhere at that point there were so many people there that i knew i had 50 yeah so i would say it might be a bit of a uh over exaggeration saying almost 100 but 80 to 90 for sure. That's that's a lot of people. And, you know, how do you go about organizing and managing and, and scheduling and planning for, you know, 80, 90 people? Uh, scheduling is just getting in touch with people ahead of time, confirming and reconfirming. Managing, just having amazing people to work with. Uh, we had a, we have a fantastic uh, uh, filmmaker, but he was the, First AD, Juan, who's actually here helping me move right now. So he um, he was there at the prison, uh, and he was yeah he was the first AD, and we even got a, another friend to help him, a second AD, to just we had um, uh, getting the extras just to their place. We had a whole room that uh, Fremantle Prison gave us for like a home base, and the uh, and then we'd have the second AD just round every time people arrived, someone at the front of the prison. So we always had someone at a station to make sure that everyone at all times knew where they were going to go. There was nothing left for um, any chance of confusion. So just being mindful and understanding how people are, what needs need to be met and um, just a lot of mental preparation. Yeah. Um, There was the rental equipment. There was food. Food. Um, my family, since we do a canteen and catering business, that was a very helpful for the big days because 
we just order for 60 people and for uh, lunch and breakfast. So um, it was, it, the Fremantle prison was the most brutal three days of my life. Yeah. Just the filming itself. It was a very demanding experience and the preparation before and the preparation after, because right after those three days, the next day we had to pack up everything. So it was, it was about 10 days of just prep uh, of, of including filming was 10 days of just like nonstop work. Yeah. It's nuts. I mean, it's, it's a huge effort to be able to pull off any film, but the sequences that you've got here are really extensive as we're talking about Fremantle prison and obviously we won't go into spoilers, but you know, some of the locations that you end up near the end of the film as well, it's, it's really demanding, but you're working with somebody who's extremely experienced, James Dudfield, who has done some great local work too. And I'm curious about what it's like working with both a cinematographer and editor like James. It's incredible because I met him when he was 16 and I was uh, this 29 year old with just like massive ambition and just like, we're going to go conquer, you know, uh, the universe with our film and, um, and for him to be so young and for me to be like at the, at a stage where I'm a bit more, I would say uh, a little more grown out in my early twenties, just like screwing around. And to see his level of commitment, his passion, he is, he loves, I think he loves film more than anyone I've ever met in my life. So having that and also understanding that there's an age gap between us, me being mindful of that and not being too overly uh, uh, hovering over him and trying to tell him how to live his experiences and all just allowing him to just be a 16, 17, 18, now he's 19 year old. It's been a, it's been a, it's been a very, um, very unique experience for me because, again, like the fact that he's 19 now, I'm 32. That itself is mind blowing. And um, in terms of cinematography on set, it's, um, it's a very uh, give and go relationship because um, I have like this idea, and then that'll spark an idea in him, and that'll spark an idea in me, or he'll have an idea that sparks an idea off me and spark. And uh, we have this uh, uh, chemistry where we didn't do any storyboarding. Um, I only did shot listing for um, days that I had to, well, I was like really on a time crunch. Well, I had to be like, okay, I have to make sure I get these shots. But other than that, uh, his understanding of, of film and the edit room and the transitions, especially from scene to scene is and his his he's um the, his development in like lighting has is just exponentially growing so the ability to to work off of that the i think the key to our success is the fact that we just understand each other mm-hmm. in, in a very specific way where i say something and maybe five six people in the room will be like questioning it but he's just like okay i got it and that allows us to just fly. Yeah. yeah. So it's good. <laughs> Let's talk about yeah. your lead actress here as well, Michaela Levy, who, you know, she's got a lot to carry with the film here and the, the narrative. How did you go about finding her and casting her and working alongside her to create the, the character here? 
Well, um, there's a short film called This Is Life, which is also um, uh, showing at WA Made Film Festival. Uh, it was written and directed by Juan. Congratulations. Uh, <laughs> and um, Michaela uh, was in, in that short film. And I w- had a chance to act with Michaela in that scene. I was her boss and I was, you know, I don't want to spoil it, spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it, but I got a chance to work with her. And when I was writing this film, I was just like, hey, who should we get for this role? And James Dudfield was like, Michaela, because she's the best actor. And and uh, I was like, okay. And and that was like a like a level of, so, and I messaged Michaela, hey, Michaela, how's it going? I have this idea of making this movie and I want you to play the, the this role. And she was just like, sweet. All right. So I kind of like signed me up and I was like, okay. But it was like, wait, is she just like that? like um, excited about it or is she like has heard this many times before and it's just so I, I didn't know but working with her was like incredible I don't think there was a single moment where she had like even a question regarding her lines in terms of uh, memory or what her lines were her, her talent is like next level she, 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 I know every actor does what they need to do for mental preparation. And for some people it's different. And with her, it was like, she was just like, not cameras on rolling. And she's just sometimes having fun being, uh, just making some jokes here and there with the crew. And then all of a sudden cameras on action, it just switches. And, and, and I don't think there was ever needed more than two takes with her yeah. because she nails it on the first one and on the second one if there has been a no she'll take it immediately work with it and then just give like the most sensational performances performance like of the film so it was an incredible experience working with Michaela yeah I'm excited to see where she grows and and you know moves into as an actor and hopefully oh, yeah she's going She's going places. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's, as I'm saying, she carries the film quite a lot. She does a lot of hard work and uh, it's, it's no small effort that she's put in here. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, I also want to talk about the, the music and the score. How, who did the score for this and, and what kind of uh, organization did you use for that? Okay. So for the score, there is a, uh big work in progress at the moment. The, the score that we currently have, it's um, it's about, currently it's about 80% artless and 20% uh, the composer, which is uh, Kim. I got a, last two years I was going to Leaderville TAFE for um, sound production, advanced uh, uh, sound production, and he's the person that runs the department. He is uh, like, a, like a wizard when it comes to uh, playing the keyboard he constantly um, uh, does gigs, and uh, he is very well equipped, and he teaches also scoring for movies as well, part of the courses that we did. And uh, he's taking on the project currently, and he's just kind of going scene by scene to um, uh, piece the film together. Because the problem with Artless is there's no... um, overall theme sure. of when it comes to sound 
And that is something that is uh, currently, yes, it's a work in progress. But the, the, the music that we did pick, it was me and James just like spending hours and hours just extensively like researching and trying out different ones. One would grow on us, oh my God, this is perfect. And then like you go a couple months, you go like, no, this is maybe too much. Yeah. Or maybe this is like a different take on it. So it's, um, yeah. That's, a, that's kind of what we stand right now with the yeah. music, the scoring. Yeah. Well, obviously we've got WA Made coming up. Uh, you must be very excited. Is this, you know, you, you're keen to work and continue making films here in Perth and, and showcasing Perth on screen? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. My family's here. Uh, um, me and my partner, uh, we're both here. Um, and it's, it's for me what's important is, you know, being close to family and seeing what the situation offers for my career. And WA Press has shown me nothing but love. And the community here is so supportive um, that I I don't, if, if, if I found it, why would I keep looking for it, you know? So yeah, um, I think uh, I feel that uh, Perth WA is very eager uh, very hungry to establish itself as an international uh, member of the film community. And I am very excited to uh, be part of that uh, ride because yeah. I think we absolutely have everything, location, uh, community, uh, and lifestyle. So it's those those elements are very, very, very important. And I, it, it's all here. Yeah. So won't go anywhere else. <laughs> exactly. Well, I'm going to, obviously, I'll be at the festival. Um, I'm not sure exactly what days I'll be there, but if you're around, I'll make sure to say hello and uh, and you know, meet you in person and all this kind of stuff. But uh, congratulations on the film. Congratulations on getting off the ground and all the hard work that you and thank you uh, so much. everybody so else much. has done. Yeah. 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 Thank you so much. Yeah. We don't get very many uh, action films here in Perth, so it's nice to see them. <laughs> no, yeah. I I really really tried hard to just make my goal when I'm making this film was I just want to make a fun film. I just want people to leave the theater and be like, "Wow, that was a fun experience." Like I just and and it just um, drifted into this movie, and um, for me that was my biggest goal is for the whole process for everyone to be an enjoyment something that people feel like they are expressing themselves the, the way they want to be to be involved in something that they've always wanted to be involved in and just you know have a very 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 uh, positive work environment where people's creativity is just flourishing because the ideas are heard everyone's acknowledged and uh, um we're in a place that you know, everyone's just positive. And to me, that was very, very, very important to make sure that everywhere in the film crew um, was maintaining a level of like respect and having fun. So. Yeah, exactly. That's a good thing. Well, it shows on screen and uh, you know, I'm excited to, to hear what the reactions are and all that kind of stuff from WA made. Yeah, so, me too. Me too. I'm like, you know, like the whole time I made this film, I was like, people were like, what do you think people, I was like, I had no time to think about that. <laughs> I just have to make the movie. Yeah. And now that it's like all said and done, I'm just like, I wonder what people are going to think, you know, but it's too late for that. It's already done. Love this podcast? Support it and sponsor today. 
Simply head to oscastnetwork.com for details. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply.